Christmas, everybody's feeling full of sugar and booze. So full. Oh my God, the amount that I have eaten. I, I cannot. It's like so much sugar and booze, you guys. So much. Oh my gosh. Who's with me? Is it just me? Am I the only person that's been like. No, but you know what? You know what I heard about Omicron is that one of the new symptoms of Omicron is a loss of appetite. And now I really want it. <laughs> What is so bad? Bring it on. I know, right? Because I am ravenous. Me too. All the time. I can't stop eating, you guys. Cannot stop eating. I posted something yesterday on my Instagram. It was like, I am two to three decisions, like, like screw it. It's Christmas decisions away from an actual problem. Like I have a problem. It's really bad, you guys. It is really bad. Before we do anything else, and we have a lot to get to today, we need to remind everybody about the discounts at MyPillow. (laughs) And if you go to MyPillow.com slash chicks, you will get 40% off the MyPillow squeezy kitten fur technology slippers and moccasins. So many people, I saw tons of people uh, giving the squeezy kitten for technology to loved ones for Christmas. And we appreciate it, especially when you use code chicks to do it. Um, yeah. Because then Mike Lindell and the whole team at MyPillow, they think, oh my God, those chicks like really have a great audience. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Oh my God. All right. We got to get to some news. Let's do it. Hey, by the way, by the way, your name today. <laughs> <laughs> It's very inappropriate. It's so inappropriate. I hesitated before using it, to be frank with you. Now, if you are listening to this and not watching it, the name that I've chosen for today is Mockternal Emission. Yeah, she hesitated for about about half a second before she used it. Right. And then I was like, of course I should use it. This is exactly what I would use. So... That is uh, that. Now, the biggest, vi- the most viral video of like the past five days has got to be from the NORAD Santa Claus tracking thing where the Bidens, Jill and Joe, uh, were calling random people, wishing them a Merry Christmas. All very lovely. They had lovely phone conversations. Uh, and then there was this guy <laughs> who actually had a really lovely conversation with both of them about what is he has three kids. And they were like, oh, what is so and so want? And what is so and so want? And they had this lovely conversation. But it ended like this. Yeah, I hope you guys have a wonderful Christmas as well. Oh, Merry Christmas and let's go, Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. I agree. <laughs> hey, by the way, where, are you in Oregon? Where's your home? What? What? What was that? Well, it's it's. I think that's a representation of our president every single day. Right? He has no clue what's going on. How can he not know? How can he not know what that is? How? I mean, does, does, that should terrify everybody. Right? That, did that it should absolutely just that alone should just make you go, oh my god, this guy. Not only is he is he completely he should. For that, he should, if we could, we should impeach him, right? I mean, if we could, if we could, I mean, I know it's not possible. I know it's not. But I mean, he is mentally unstable. If he doesn't know what Let's Go Brandon is, what is wrong with you? But there's no possible way, right? So he has to have forgotten. There's no way he's never known. Like, there's no way that no one on his staff has ever said, hey, FYI, 
there's this saying that's going around. Does he watch anything that's, does he watch news? Does he like engage in the world? I mean, this is like, this is, it's, if you walk around, you know what that is. If you're not even politically engaged, you know what that is. I mean, this is what is so terrifying about him. He doesn't know what's going on. I mean, uh, and of all the things that he could have said in response. Right. I agree. Right. I agree. I agree. I should go F myself is what he basically just said. <laughs> what in the world? I just, I cannot even believe that that happened. I'm just stunned. I just cannot believe that it happened. Like I, there were so many, I, I thought there's no way I heard about it before I saw it. And I was like, there's no way people must be mishearing it. Like, there's no way that that's actually what happened. And then you see it and you're just like, what? Now, what I didn't what I didn't watch was how the liberals are spinning it. How are the how are this? Is anybody spinning it? Have you seen any spin? How are they doing that? Oh, there's been spin. Well, I mean, it's interesting because immediately the mainstream media outlets rushed to dox the guy. Right. Oh, yeah. Well, he is, they didn't yeah, have to gets, look very hard because right. he also released his own version of the video. Like he released the video of him doing it. And so then I was a little irritated with his response to being doxxed and then, of course, getting threats and like all the hullabaloo. All the death Because he kind yeah. of, he kind of sort of, I mean, he didn't apologize, but he said that he didn't mean disrespect by it, that he said it as a joke and that he did uh, say it as a way to vent his frustration at Biden's policies. And I, and I was, I was thinking to myself when I read that, I was like, well, then don't say that you didn't mean disrespect because clearly you did, right? Like you don't, you don't say that. Right. You told the guy F you basically. Right. I mean, that's, and I'm not saying he shouldn't have, I'm just saying own it, like fully right. own it. Because yeah. like, you know, there's some people that are calling him a total hero. I don't know if he's a hero. I think it's fine that he said it, but like the lefties who are trying to pretend as though, Oh my God, the discourse in this country has just gotten so bad. Give me a break. Like Trump was told to F off every freaking day. Oh my God. There, seriously, there are celebrities who like held his head, like his bloody head. Snoop Dogg, remember he, he did a video where he shot him. Madonna said she was going to blow up the White House. I mean, are you freaking, get bent. Don't talk <laughs> to us about discourse, you asshats. I mean, seriously, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it about the discourse. I don't, I just don't. Because they did this. They laid the foundation for the discourse. All we're doing is following suit really and it's not even that bad we're saying let's go brandon we're not saying f joe biden we could be saying f joe biden yeah. <laughs> we could and we're not so get over it god i mean give me a break but you're absolutely right he should have uh, he should have just owned up to him and said you know what the guy's a lousy president he sucks my life is worse off for the year that he's been in office and let's go brandon <laughs> Well, and like some leftists are just like, you know, he, the Bidens were so kind to him and they were uh, like saying sweet things about his kids and blah, blah, blah. And so that was just the worst timing. And it's Christmas and, bleh, and you shouldn't say the things. Well, he should also be a much better president. And he's just not. So I listen, I thought it was hilarious. I think his reaction to it was unbelievable. Like, I'm still shocked that he's that dumb. But this is who we've got in charge. Yeah, and if they're if they're upset about it, then maybe he should say, "Listen, well, he shouldn't have agreed with me. He agreed, <laughs> right? If he was upset about it, the Bidens were upset about it. Then why did Joe Biden agree? Yeah, he agreed. He agreed wholeheartedly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, another big, big video that was making the rounds this weekend took place on a flight, and it was a Delta flight, I think. And this woman 
got so mad at uh, an elderly gentleman who was sharing the flight and his mask was off. I believe he was eating. He claims he was eating. And so she comes up to his seat and starts screaming at him and actually punches him in the face. So nice. the hullabaloo that has been created by his mask holes is out of control. Here's a little bit of it right here. like that that seems nice that seems like a really lovely flight i bet the other people are having a really wonderful time going wow i'm really somebody please give me alcohol i'd be like stewardess <laughs> can i have some vodka i know i mean this is where we are because of this nonsense it's crazy we have lost our minds in this country we've lost our minds all over the world we've lost our minds but god it's a, it's a piece of paper <laughs> it's, you know it's like yeah, it's ridiculous. You guys, it's ridiculous. I cannot believe this. And that lady, well, she she's in she's in FBI custody now because apparently not only did she punch that guy in the face, but she injured some of the other passengers in just the ensuing like chaos. And so there were agents waiting for her when they landed. And now she is in custody. And I'm sure because he that old guy actually says in the video, you're going to jail like for punching me. And then she spit in his face. And keep in mind, her mask is down the entire time. It is. She spit at him and she's like, put your mask on. Oh my God. Right. I mean, this is, it's so, it's like, I, I saw a thing the other, it was yesterday. I just saw, it was a perfect example of this where these two people were doing, I don't even know who it was. It was some celebrity interview, but they did an interview and they were six feet apart and they did the interview and it's like, la la, kind of like Joe Biden does all these interviews and they're six feet apart. And then at the end of the interview, they hug, you know, because science, right? Because science, this is the new freaking science now. Shut up. Like, I, it's so stupid. These people have become just stupid. They've become stupid. And these are the scientists that are telling us this. I'm not listening to you. I'm not. And, the, and this crap on a plane, like this lady's losing her mind. Who is this woman? Like, what is, who is she? What's her background? She's probably just like, some pissed off mom who watches CNN all the time and she decides she's going to stand up and, and, and assault somebody on a plane. Like what is wrong with people? It's craziness. Well, and that woman, um, you know, when I see somebody like that, who's that violently upset about the whole mask thing, she is the one that should be staying home. Like if you're that worried about Matt, you shouldn't be flying. Everybody else is just putting up with it because this is, we're a very compliant population and we're just doing it we're going through the motions and we're just doing the thing but if you're genuinely upset you should stay home not everybody else but you <laughs> right there i mean heck i know a lot of people who just got the vaccine because they just wanted to travel they didn't want to get the vaccine they just did it because they wanted to travel same thing with masks i mean i put a mask on if i get on a plane or if i have to there are doctor's offices here that i have to wear a mask, it's fine. I'll put a ma I'll put it on because I got to go in there and I wear a stupid mask. I'll do it. I still don't 
get it because I mean, I, I, I mean, I, I guess people will try to explain maybe oh, there are people there that are sick, a daisy, a blah. Okay, that's fine. But there are certain areas where you don't have to wear them and then ones that you do. And it's like, what, the germs stop at the door? You know, it's <laughs> like, oh my God. It's just, it's all, it's science, you guys. It's the new science. And I, and I don't think that it's ever going to stop. You know, I think no, we're, it's not. This, is, this is the new way of life. It's crazy. We live in crazy times. And Fauci is, you know, he made all the talk show rounds again, saying that no one should even be thinking about taking masks off when they're flying at this point. It shouldn't even be a thought because of Omicron and how scary and dangerous and horrifying it is. It's a cold. I want it for the loss of appetite. <laughs> Please, Omicron, come and get me. <laughs> Please. I know, right? I know. It's like I got like seven pounds to lose. It would be awesome. He's so great. Right. <laughs> oh, my, my God. God. All right. Uh, I also have video of Kamala because Kamala did an interview. I don't remember who the interviewer is. It doesn't matter. But she does a, a, a pretty decent sit down interview, like at length with this reporter. And one of the things that the uh, reporter asks is about whether or not, um, you know, she believes that any of the criticism that she gets is because she's a black woman. Blah, blah, blah. It's always about that. And so in this clip, she gets asked about, you know, to what extent is that an important part of her role? The fact that she's the first black female VP. And then she but she asks her in in the context of, you know, what are your biggest accomplishments as VP? And you guys, she really struggles with this answer because there are none. (laughs) Yeah, she has none. There are none. So here here is the clip ability because you are the first and that you carry that with you um what does that mean for what you actually see as your biggest accomplishment well that that's a great question um i'll tell you one thing when i go to an event, whatever it is, and some dad or some mom brings their kids, daughters, sons, and says, that's your vice president, Mm -hmm. and challenges their kids to think about who does what as a way, I think, of empowering their kids to know they can do anything they want, not be confined by who has traditionally done what. I think that is... um, that's one of the things that I that, that gives me joy is to know that 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 might be a possible impact. And then in terms of the work, I mean, it's so wide ranging. It's everything from, again, what we talked about in terms of maternal health. I'm, I love electric vehicles. I'm a geek when it comes down to it mm-hmm. and what we have the capacity to do. Again, 25 million children, at least pre-COVID, a day in America go to school on these diesel trucks, mm-hmm. right, on these buses and inhaling those fumes, which have a direct impact on their ability to learn and and what we can do there, what we can do in terms of the work we're doing to clean up lead pipes. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the Space Council, I'm very excited about that work because it's, it's not only about STEM, but it's about national security, it's about international norms. So there's a variety of work and um, it's really, you know, and diverse in terms of the, the range. It's a range. It's a range. There's a range there. There's a range. But her biggest accomplishment, so what I heard was her biggest accomplishment, basically, was being a Black woman, right? Yeah. Which she, by the way, has no control over. Right. So it's not an accomplishment. So basically, it was God's accomplishment that she's taking credit for. Way to go. That's, you don't get to do that. I don't think you get to do that. 
Yeah, because that's that's not an accomplishment. That's just who you are as a person. That's not something that you did. That's that's something that you are. And so I don't think that you get to say that that's an accomplishment. But okay. And then all the other stuff is just a bunch of bullshit that she was just trying to trying to like skate around because she couldn't think of an accomplishment that she actually has. There's nothing. There's not a single thing she can point to. But you know what? She's a geek over electric cars. <laughs> She's such a geek over it that she doesn't know that when you plug it in, you're not going to f- smell fumes or hear a chugging sound. How do I know? How do I know <laughs> it's charging? How do I know? I mean, oh my God. And this whole idea, like the whole thing about how, you know, does she get criticism because she's a black woman? If she agrees with that statement, then how does she explain the fact that Joe Biden gets criticism? Like that just doesn't make sense. Her, right. th- this administration is being criticized because it sucks. They're there, Blondie. They're there. I mean, it's just such a dumb thing. And then even the thing that gives her joy about parents coming up and saying, look, this is your vice president. She's a black woman. Who gives a crap if you got placed as the vice president because of your skin color? How is that at all empowering to any kid to think I can be whatever I want? And how, right. Well, to some parents, it is. To some parents will actually look at those, tell their kids, look, it's a black woman that's the vice president. And that alone is, is some sort of an accomplishment for them. And, but for people who aren't racist, <laughs> that's not an accomplishment. Yeah. It's not at all. Because we look at the content of people's character. We look at what they've done. We actually look at, we want to know what your accomplishments are. Because I don't give a crap what color your skin is. I don't care if you have a vagina or not. I don't care. I don't care. I just want to know what, what are you doing? What are you doing to make this country better? What are you doing every single day? What is your biggest, biggest accomplishment? And she can't name one. Not a single one. That also should terrify everybody. Also. She talks her thing. You know how we like make fun of Jen Psaki and stuff because she's constantly talking about the range, right? It's the tools and the range. (laughs) Yeah, they have uh-huh. a range of options, a range of ideas, a range of people, a range, range, range. So that's Saki, Kamala. And I've heard this in a lot of her interviews lately. She is a big in terms of woman like she in, in terms, terms of? of is constantly part of what her answers are. Well, in terms of this and in terms of that and in terms of what we can do here and in terms of what we can do there. I mean, it's constant. And so that's why at the end of that, I was cracking up that she was like, in terms of the range that we have available to us or whatever it was that she said, it's just so they have these tells where you know that they know they are full of shit. It's a signal. It's like a stall tactic, right? Yeah. 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 They're they're audible cues as to when they're like scooping the bull crap. Like you, you're like, here they are. They're doing it right now. Cause she's saying the things Yeah, you can start hearing the phrases. Yeah. It's like, I think that we've been trained to listen for those things. Cause we've been doing this for 13 years. Right. So you can kind of, you're starting to, uh, who, what, what does that person say when they're like, Oh God, I have nothing to say. So what am I going to say? Yeah. When they should just say, you know what? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't have, I don't, I don't know. I can't think of anything. Or let me get back to you on that. Cause I don't know. Well, they circle back. They circle back. (laughs) Exactly. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? 
they're also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I do have a palette. Huh? <laughs> with who who is that mom it's from governor DeSantis. <laughs> and this is this actually goes to an earlier point that you made about how dumb all of the covid rules are how they don't make any sense he is referring specifically in this clip to what what we've seen a whole bunch of times play out, which is where you see these big giant events that like celebrities go to or, or whatever, these big events where the guests have no masks, right? But the wait staff all masked up. So he that's what he's talking about in this clip right here. Also, one of the things that I've seen, and it's not, this is not a government mandate uh, that's happening, but what I see is, You'll see entertainment venues, hot hotels. There'll be big events. You'll have like a charity event and there'll be 500 people eating, drinking, having a good time, which I support 100%. No masks or anything great. But they make the surf, the staff all wear masks. And I'm just thinking to myself, hold on, you're in a packed ballroom with 500 people. And they're not wearing masks. And first of all, they shouldn't be. That's fine. But what is it really going to make a difference to have 15 waiters wearing masks? And I think it's like a two-tiered society. They're trying to have a servant class that has to always do all this. But yet the other class, they can lecture you about wearing masks, but then they don't wear masks themselves. That's wrong. Yep. Right. Exactly. Yep. Yep. He's absolutely right. And you know what? Same thing goes for retail. Have you noticed that? Because yeah. I, I, you know, I've been doing some shopping over the past couple of weeks for Christmas. And then also my daughter got some gift cards. We actually went yesterday. We went to some of the stores like in the area. And I noticed all the retail employees are wearing masks, all of them. And I'm walking, we're all walking in there like, Woo! it's <laughs> Texas, right? It's like, nobody cares. But they're wearing, why are they wearing masks? What is it? I mean, it's like, it's one thing if you want to, I get it if you want to, but when you see everybody and the staff wearing it, it's like, they have to wear those. Somebody's telling them to wear those. That's so freaking weird. Why are they doing that? Yeah. You know, everybody doesn't want to. Oh my God. There's no way. But, but companies feel like, well, we're going to piss off people if we don't at least look like we're trying to care about their safety. And it's all just virtue signaling. It's all meaningless bull crap. It's theater. It is, it is absolute political theater is what it is it's so stupid yeah um you guys some of the best christmas movies of all time are in the process of trying to get canceled by woke idiots and two of them that i saw over the weekend elf which 
I don't. What kind of person are you if you don't love that movie? Seriously. But why? But why? <laughs> I'm so glad you asked. <laughs> I don't know. Because I'm trying to think. I'm like, what? What an elf would want? Like, why would they want to cancel elf? I don't understand. Well, it's Business Insider. Business Insider, of course, the very uh, website or publication or whatever that tried to cancel, do the big write-up on Dave Portnoy from Barstool, right? Like they tried okay. to completely get him canceled. It's Business Insider. They are insane. Those people are insane. So Business Insider wrote a huge piece about how Elf is problematic because it makes fun and mocks people with mental disabilities because Buddy the Elf is clearly mentally disabled and so the fact that that we're mocking that is not okay (laughs) okay well i mean he obviously was um was cute enough and good enough and smart enough and awesome enough for zoe deschanel to marry right (laughs) isn't that her name zoe deschanel yeah because she's the one that played the, the chick in the department store i mean she's pretty cute so they got they ended up getting together at the end and like you know having a kid well it's not good enough because no one ever just loves him for him apparently um and so they all treat him like he's special they refer to him as special too often which is now apparently considered a slur against disabled people like this is the case that business insiders trying to make for canceling the movie Elf. And I, it is such a, like, a good-hearted, feel-good, sweet, funny, ridiculous movie. I love that movie. I love it. It's, it's one they're, of the they're just killjoys, man. Right. This is, well, this is a liberal versus conservative thing, though, right? I mean, they hate happiness. Liberals <laughs> hate joy. They hate happiness. They do. They want to kill everything that's fun and funny. And it's like, because think about comedy in general. They've killed comedy. They've killed it over the past 15 years. They've absolutely killed it. And it's conservatives who think things are funny. And when you think something's funny, they're like, you're a racist, you're sexist, you're this is, you're that is. It's like, they just can't, they're just not funny. Like, this is why it's hard for me to hang around a lot of liberals. Because I'm just like, oh my God, like, please buy a sense of humor. I mean, or, or whatever it is that you do, like get a loan for it and make me pay it back, whatever it is that you do, but get, but get a sense of humor because it's, it's insane. Like these people cannot, they can't laugh. They're not funny and, and they don't want anybody else to laugh either. I think it's just because they're miserable. And they get, <laughs> it's, just, it's like they get off on being offended. They're constantly looking for the next new thing that they can be wounded by. And I'm like, why, why do they want to just suck the joy out of every good thing in life. Why? Right. Why do they call that publication Business Insider? I don't know. I feel like it used to be back in the day. It was like, it's, well, ostensibly it's about finance, right? It was supposed to be about finance oh, and all things. Okay. And I think back in the day, it did have some, mo- like a, some modicum of credibility, but it is gone, especially since the whole Dave Portnoy thing. Like they have, They've been utterly destroyed. So it's kind of, it's just like all these others, like a New York Times, whoever, that now it's like has zero credibility because it's just so woke and liberal that everybody just looks at it and goes, whatever, you suck. <laughs> right. Okay. Well, that's interesting because the name of it is so misleading. If they're like, if they're writing about canceling Elf, it's like, what, your name is Business Insider? Like, what are you, what are you doing? What are you writing about? Like, get a grip. Yeah, it's weird. It is super weird. What's the other one besides Elf? Love Actually. Love Actually, which is also one of my absolute favorites. I love that movie. I love it. I know. And so I was like, okay, well, what possible problem could they have with Love Actually? There's actually right. several. So the first one is that the guy, remember the sweet guy that like 
had this huge crush on Kira Knightley's character, but she was married to his signs. best friend and he holds up the signs. Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. That is a problem because clearly he was stalking her. <laughs> oh my God. I cannot with these people. I just can't. I can't. It's promoting stalking. So that's the first thing. Also, because in actual real life, when she made that movie, she was 18, just barely 18. It's inappropriate that the movie directors or producers would have two men like wanting her affection when she was barely old enough to be wanted by two different men. Oh, <laughs> so please. That's another one. Okay. And then, um, the, oh, so the chick that uh, becomes the prime minister's wife eventually like the yes the secretary. she's adorable oh my god i loved her and she was grant and that girl yeah uh-huh yeah but the problem with that is that there were a couple of jokes in the movie about the fact that she was not super thin right like so they they made fun of her thighs i think at one point or there was a joke made about how she was just a woman like of some size and so people are you know totally it's like fat shaming and that's horrible and so that has it has to be canceled for that and then my favorite complaint is that liam neeson's character who is the father of the little boy who had the crush on his on his yes love that yes i love that whole storyline so remember in the airport where Liam's like, go get her, you go get her. And so like he runs to the airport and chases her uh-huh. all the way to her gate. And then they right. have this sweet kiss. And so it's bad because Liam Neeson is uh, encouraging his son to force a kiss onto her. Oh my God. This is, I, I, I mean, this is real life. <laughs> okay. Yeah, times have changed. I mean, things are changing, right? I mean, you, seriously, even over the past 15 years. Something as sweet as that, like they can't even enjoy that. That was such a sweet scene. It was so sweet. Remember, because she sang that stupid Mariah Carey song. Remember? <laughs> How dare you call that stupid? Oh my God, <laughs> Mariah Carey has like returned to the depths of wherever it is that she's from now. I don't have to hear her for another year. I'm so excited about that, you guys. But like, <laughs> but it's like she she sang that song and for the school thing, and it was just they were so cute together, those two, and. I mean, it's, this is the thing, like you can't, what you can't, we can't enjoy that anyway. We can't enjoy storylines. They, they want to kill everything. They want to kill all the joy. Yep. I mean, it's just, when I see these kinds of stories, I'm just like, why just go be miserable by yourself and stop ruining everything for everybody else. I agree completely. I absolutely agree. 150%. Okay. So hope everybody had a fantastic Christmas. I know. I. What time nice. should we do tomorrow? Um, maybe like a little bit later, but not, not lunch. I think we should do like try a lunch one maybe on Wednesday. ish What do you think? Can we do that? Mm-hmm. Can we do that on Wednesday? Maybe do like a lunch. Why not? Why yeah, not? I think we should do that. So, um, or should we do it on Thursday when more people are likely to be off? Let's do Thursday lunch. Yeah. Thursday lunch. That. So, um, let's do the Thursday lunch one. We'll figure out the times. You know what we'll do? I'll put it on our Instagram page too. We can put it all over. We'll, we'll write out a schedule for the week of what we're doing. And then you got, we'll put it, we'll put it all over. We'll kind of just splash it everywhere. We'll put like a graphic of that so you guys can see. But tomorrow you want to just do like a half hour later tomorrow? Yeah, let's do 7.30 Eastern tomorrow. Okay, 6.30 and I'll Central. And I'll put up like a horrible Ashley Judd photo to remind everybody. Of course you will. <laughs> we would expect nothing less. <laughs> I mean, of course you're going to do that. Okay, everybody, bring it in. I just hit it. Bring it in. Okay, so <laughs> 6.30 Central, 7.30 Eastern tomorrow. We yes. will see you guys right here. 
And don't forget to get yourself a cardigan from my pillow. Get a cardigan. Get a cardigan. They come in all the colors. So do it. (laughs) Have a great day, everybody. Cartels are exploiting Indian reservations to get into America, and our federal government can't be bothered to stop it. Hey, y'all, it's Sarah Carter from The Sarah Carter Show. I just got back from two trips to our southern border, and I want to take you inside a huge hotspot where thousands of migrants are coming into America every day. I was with a member of the National Border Patrol Council when the Border Patrol nabbed multiple illegal migrants who are breaking U.S. law, and I have the exclusive audio. For all this and more, subscribe to The Sarah Carter Show on your favorite podcast app. Why are so few singers protesting Hamas? Five for Fighting's John Andrasik has an answer. Talk to some managers and folks, and, and I have, and you know, there's certain iconic artists that in other times would be writing these songs. I'm like, where are they? And they say, well, you know, they're scared. They're scared for their families. They're scared that their concerts will be protested. But those are the same arguments people used in 1938. Hear more on the Hollywood in Toto podcast, The Right Take on Entertainment. Find it on iTunes or your favorite audio platform.